MoneyWeb now on the money. The show's brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. Sitting now with uh, Kian Nyanyana, he he was he was one of there were a couple of folks too last year who said you know what this is the year of energy and that before the Ukraine war which is what now almost there was what twenty four Feb was when that broke out um and and my best reference for keeping an eye on energy is uh, ETF in the US its uh, code is XLE it is an energy ETF. And it was up about 33% last year. Again, in a year where uh, not much was green, that one was very green. Kia, morning. Appreciate the early morning time as always. Uh, we loved your energy call for last year, so no pressure. Uh, where are you looking this year? Is it still an energy story or, or, or perhaps are you are you shifting focus um, as, as kind of the interest rate and, and inflation landscape is changing? You know, Simon, I think thematic investing over the past three years since 2020 has shown itself to 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 be to be an alpha generator for for portfolios, and I think that's the theme that's going to continue, and I think the theme this year will be China, mm-hmm. and uh, let me tell you why. Looking at the MSCI uh, broader Asia Pacific ex Japan, it was up about 11.1% in January, the mm-hmm. ETF. And continuously, continuously looking at what has been driving global stock markets in the last 90 days of, of 2022, you started to see that the commodity prices were still pushing quite, quite rightly stronger and China starting to recover. And I think in the first month of the year, you will see st- a slight sell-off in, China, in Chinese-related stocks. But I, I, I think the theme will continue into 2023. And I like your point there around thematic. And, and that was very much the, the, the point you made last year as well. Um, and, and certainly we talked on some individual stocks. Renogen was, was one of them. I know that's a favor of, of you and I. Uh, but, but it is that theme. And it, it, it kind of, in some ways, is maybe harder. You've got to pick the theme. In some ways, it's then kind of easier because once you've identified the theme, uh, there's ETFs. I mean, you can pick on, on the local exchange. There's a couple from, I think, Signia and, and, and Satrix. Of course, if you head over to New York or somewhere, there'll be dozens of them. And, and you can kind of pick the ETF and, and just ride the wave from that. Uh, yes, I, I think that's the easiest way to go and, and, and explore your theme without understanding mm. the broader the broader stock market. And, uh, and I think when you start going into stock-specific stock specific, uh, things that you like, it then becomes a lot more confusing. But there's still <laughs> a broader range of stocks across the world from the U.S. to Europe to even in Asia-specific that you can explore this theme with. Yeah, I mean, and of course, one of them is, is Tencent, which we get on the JSC via NASPAS and Process, which lifts out our top 40 uh, already. And, and the China story, I mean, we saw uh, post the, the, the elective conference when Xi Jinping got his, his third term, uh, very, very aggressively moved away from, from uh, the, the zero COVID uh, policy. That obviously resulted in rampant COVID in uh, China, and even by Chinese accounts, uh, uh, quite a, a number of deaths there. But it does say that they're, they're kind of beginning be back. We're going to start some GDP growth coming through. Xi Jinping has kind of, you know, waved his big stick back in 21 and, and scared everyone. The sense is that's kind of behind us, and, and, and China is now looking forward and 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 looking for some growth. IMF certainly is saying that they're going to be back and growing next year. So this year, and, and that that's 
True. Well, I think one thing we did we do realize about China is that once the the, the once Xi Jinping takes a decision, he kind of runs with it. And I think right now, in, in into the last quarter of 2022, one thing we we started to realize is the fact that the Chinese economy was ailing, and it really it and and because of a global job marketplace and very tight labor market, he starts to you start to see the non-competitiveness of China if they are not working. And I think it's it's starting to affect the economy, and it's something that the Communist Party is quite aware of, that the economy does not take on any more headwinds, that they are going to allow the economy to open up. Yeah, and you make a great point there, and it's what I always remind folks. China is essentially a command economy. When Xi Jinping says, we're going to do X, this isn't like President Ramaphosa or Biden uh, uh, or, or the PM in the UK. It kind of happens. I mean, it, it, it's going to move forward. It might be bumpy and it might be painful, but 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 don't don't underestimate the ability of Xi Jinping to say this is how it will happen. And and I think that 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 is very true, Simon. And I think it, it is what's going to be driving the market this year. Yeah, uh, I just pulled up the IMF for China for for last year. They're looking three percent GDP uh, for this year, twenty twenty three. They're looking for five point two percent, and then five four point five in twenty twenty four. They are, I think, very bullish. I mean, in South Africa, they're look, expecting us to do one point two this year. Uh, Reserve Bank says zero point three. We shall see. Kenyon Yana, I really appreciate the time. Independent analyst. Last year was energy. This year, he's talking China. The show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.